Captain America throws his mighty shield. All those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. If he's led to a fight and a duel is due, then the red and the white and the blue will come through when Captain America throws his mighty well, in lieu of another regular episode of the podcast, we are once again joined by Scott Adair and Paul Farron for a, I guess they're regular now, they're not specials anymore, <laughs> comic book nerd oh talk. Woohoo! No one likes these but us. Episode. I hope, I hope no one listens ever, and it's just... <laughs> so do I. <laughs> my I, my mum won't even listen. <laughs> I, I just hope my grandchildren discover it and they're really proud of me. <laughs> So anyway, we've all seen the movie uh, yes, Captain have. America: Civil War. Scott's definitely seen it at least I've, once. I've seen it three times. I enjoyed it thoroughly. As as a three timer, Scott, which was your favourite viewing? <laughs> well, as a seasoned veteran in viewing Captain America: Civil War, I believe maybe the second time was probably my best, my my most favourite of the viewings. Um, mainly because going towards the third, I was I was a little bit worse for wear. I feel like I lost my momentum and I could have done with a nap. But yeah, the second one, I, I got to see all the, the plot points that I missed when I was in the premiere because I was grinning ear to ear like a child in, in a premiere setting, you know. Which is an interesting point because these films are very reliant on repeated viewing. Yeah. In fact, if they didn't have them, they would not make the money they require yeah. to continue existing. Do you think? Yeah, it's it's kind of proven at this stage. I mean, that was still up in the 250 million thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And that's without I'm sure there's a lot of hidden costs in there. Yeah. And they don't budget just one movie. They've got a whole big world to worry about. So, yeah, yeah I didn't go see it a second time. I think that muscle's gone gone for me. I used to do that a long time ago. But it is interesting to uh, another question for you is how soon how close together were these viewings? Uh, well, I went to the premiere I think I saw it the next night. That was the the next viewing. I went after work, and then I went three days later. So yeah, <laughs> but pretty close together. Over. Yeah, well, the second one, like it was the. What kind the, of dreams were you having? <laughs> oh, I was I dreamt that I was in armor and I was punching bad guys in the face and and teleporting places. I don't know. It was my mind was it's being enveloped in Chris Evans's big hunky muscles. Yeah, I was running wild. I wish I had big muscles, but I had to I had to have another superpower that was more feasible. So uh, the big question is, what did everybody think of it? Well, I think Scott already asked that question. Uh, I will also contribute like, that I loved it also, yes. I want to go off the quotes that I'm saying on the internet, that it's Marvel's masterpiece so far. I'm inclined to agree. I still think the first Avengers movie is probably the best thing they're, they're going to make out of all these things, but I did really, really love this one, so... Um, I I think the action in this movie, for me, like it had everything. It had sort of the, the bromance between Cap and Bucky that everyone's been pining for. Mm-hmm. It had Giant Man. It had Spider-Man. It had Black Panther. It had Ant-Man. Like it had both versions of Ant-Man. I guess, yeah, we're going full spoilers at this point, yeah. I oh, suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler Just alert. Oh, yeah, warning. For legal spoilers. <laughs> reasons. Spoilers. It had, it had all of the characters. <laughs> That's when I got really excited was when I saw Giant Man. I, I think I... Like spilt sweets and and drink everywhere. Like I was going crazy when I saw. It. I was grabbing people beside me that I don't know. I was grabbing their <laughs> legs and being like, "Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Is this really happening?" I knew it was going to happen because Lego actually spoiled it in the one of their sets. Apparently, that's one of the problems with Lego these days. Oh yeah, they keep they, spoiling. They release their stuff too early. They had um, what was it? The Batman versus Superman one. They they spoiled like the the plane, and they spoiled one of the bad guys. I can't remember like. I can't remember now, but I remember it was a spoiler. Because I had it spoiled for me by um, a certain panel I attended a couple of days before seeing the film. Hosted by Forbidden Planet, I believe, was oh. it? <laughs> one of the prizes may have been a giant man toy. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's, that's, not, that's not ruined. <laughs> that, that was out a couple of weeks to, in my defense. I, <laughs> I apologize. I didn't see the... Uh, just to move on to... Uh, so the other uh, big guest surprise that was spoiled before mm-hmm. the movie was Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm not sure that was spoiled. Like, I don't think they were ever going to hide the fact that he was in it. Like, they were very happy they got him back. But even like the name of his film, Homecoming, that can't have any plot relevance. That's just Marvel just waving the dick around at this point. Well, it is yeah. the name of a Spider-Man. Uh, oh, I don't doubt it. It's it's actually called yeah. a sort of, sort of Homecoming. I'm, but I'm not mm. sure. Don't quote me. Yeah, what did you think of the take on Spider-Man? Loved it. Incredible. Uh, just like I hate Spider-Man the character, but I love that version. Of him. I love Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I thought it was shockingly shooed in. 
I did you can't... think? I actually will fight you on this because I thought compared to Batman Superman, for example, and let's get these comparisons earlier. I suppose the fact that it was so late in production that they got the rights back to Spider Man that they were sort of contractually obliged to put him in there. I thought it was very organically done. Like he wasn't, he didn't weigh the plot down. He's only in like one scene really, and it made total sense for him to be there. I thought. Mm. Well, I meant the kind of the excuse to get okay. We need a, a X amount of heroes to oh, fight okay. all these other heroes because we're going to be at the airport and we're going to get the plane without um, anyone catching us. Mm. Quick, round up some people fast. <laughs> <laughs> but when you think about it, if you look back to the Winter Soldier and you look back to the um, like Shield, remember when they were launching the helicarriers? Um, they had pretty much files, and anyone who was an enhanced and I'm using brackets here uh enhanced beings or other superheroes yeah. so they they had um steven strange, strange was yeah. mentioned and then in ant-man they were already talking about him so like i'm led to believe that tony stark was already well aware that there was a young superhero mm-hmm. in new york um so i i do i feel like it was organically done i was i was pretty well happy no with i it. didn't mean i just meant the excuse to go and get him yeah i think they were just waiting for it like everyone knew that you know, it was going to just be sort of a, oh, hey, I need a f- friend. Oh, I've got one. Um, let's, let's get this young guy in. I don't know. I, I, I agree with you there, but... I, I don't was... know how they did... Tonally, they got away with... Suddenly, you had that mashup that felt, it, you know, I think they earned it. Yeah. But it didn't fit in with the tone of the rest of the film. It was a clash of genres, I think. Like, there was a lot of comedy versus the seriousness of Bucky and, and Cap trying to get on with their mission you know and then like the comedy that came from Spider-Man mm-hmm. the comedy that came from Ant-Man I, like it was hilarious but then when it like it, it was so back and forth that for me it did kind of feel natural like I would be laughing one minute and then the next I'd be like oh god Jesus yeah. we, they gotta get to that plane what I enjoyed was it embraced that kind of 70s sensibility that I would know a little bit more than you guys well not know more but like, first because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oldest one here um, 70s which I loved I mean Rod is I think Definitely fantastic as Ant Man, and I loved his intro. I loved his uh, Will Ferrell style routine. I'm shaking your hand too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that was and sweet. And running around inside Iron Man's suit was fantastic. Oh, I I'm your cool. conscience. My favorite Rudd moment actually was just the look on his face when he becomes Giant Man. It's just this bulging eye, his oh, maniacal eyes. laughter, and it is incredibly funny. That was a beautiful effect. Yeah, mm. the, the, that was so smooth. I was like really kind of through me because that is one thing I'll say about in je- most part the effects in that film were pretty much on the money yeah the one or two moments that kind of I felt yeah because the, the airport fight was fantastic mm. I do think Ant-Man did steal the show because he was in an Iron Man suit next thing you know he's he's giant and he's picking up a plane but I like one of the things I actually enjoyed was when he was in Iron Man's suit and he was like I when, as you were saying there he's like I am your conscience that's actually a quote from Finding Nemo I love that. I was like, I, I think I was the only one who, like, my girlfriend, she is crazy into Disney, and she was the one who said it to me, and I was like, oh, that's where it is, because I knew, I was like, I, I, that's right. Yeah. I mean, that was bugging me as well. I thought, though, they did top it nicely with the Spider-Man joke. I got this idea, I saw this really old movie. <laughs> <laughs> we just, <laughs> that, that was very funny. I liked it. They didn't even mention Star Wars, but they're like, uh, what did they say again? again? they're referencing themselves, because Disney own all this shit. Yeah. Oh, as soon as Disney bought Marvel, like uh, Agent of Shield, the TV show, several cars were wearing Star Wars t-shirts. All of a sudden, it just became—it's such weird cross-promotional branding. It's getting a bit in your face. But I did love that Spider-Man joke, and especially because like most of these people are in their fifties now. Like Robert Downey Jr., Don Cheadle looks so old in this film. He looks like frighteningly old for what the age he is. So yeah, it makes sense having this teenager show up and go, "It's an old movie," because it is an old movie to him. So, yeah. Well, it is nineteen eighty-five. Don Cheadle—he must have been doing a weight cut or something. Like the amount of weight he it's actually just... lost around his face—he <laughs> yeah. just looked ill. But he did fall out of the sky. Oh, oh god! Here we go on the spoilers again. <laughs> <laughs> to go offside a bit, I was hoping for some reference to Agents of Shield. Was they can't because apparently there's some it. rights issue now that the Marvel TV stuff is still owned by the, the kind of the promoter side of things. Whereas oh, the, I thought Disney yeah. still had that. Although in there. the TV side of things, they do reference what happens in the movie, and the Agents of Shield that is coming this week is going to be referencing the events of Civil War, just like they reference um, the events in Age of Ultron. So they reference like the city falling from the sky, and yeah, like they they talk about Iron Man and Thor and stuff like that all the time. Well, but considering as well, I mean, like, 
Agents of Shield are up to some more heavy duty shit than mm. well, they're, 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 in they're introducing. War. Yeah, they're introducing the Inhumans, and which are now cancelled. Yeah, that's just great. Any, uh, reasons why that is, you think? I think well, the the kind of the rumblings were that there's the screenplay wasn't coming together very well, and they've announced so many other films like the, that. That Ant Man sequel wasn't planned for. There's now Black Widow film potentially in the works. I'd like to see that like, as a TV human show. Is too big of, yeah, human is too big of a thing and kind of just throw it in the middle of like phase four or whatever. So And Guardians of the Galaxy is going to go full trilogy. Guardians I think they'll, they'll go yeah, a definitely. lot more. Like There's so much more to do with Guardians of the Galaxy. There's so much more content in the cosmic side of things. There's there's Galactus. If there's, they can get him back. Yeah, if they get him back. But I, I think they will. Like they, they But the rumor is they have him back. That's what I've heard. That well, apparently, Fox have that X Men TV yeah. show coming up, and they want, but they can't make that without Marvel approval. So, because okay. the, yeah, the way it works is Marvel still have the rights to Spider Man in TV form, but not movie form until yeah. now. But they so Marvel has everything in TV form is theirs, but movie forms are like Fox's X Men and whatnot. But to do an X Men TV show that Fox can make money off, they need Marvel's approval. So the rumor is that they give him back Fantastic Four to get that. So. I'd love to be at one of these meetings. <laughs> I'd definitely love to be a fly on the wall. Because it's interesting, because like, don't forget, Spider-Man was in such litigation for mm-hmm. the longest time before yeah. they even made that first Raimi Spider movie. Well, in, in regards to like the sort of the crossover and potentially the rights going back to Marvel on some of these, mo- on, on these properties, um, at the panel that we were at, mm-hmm. um, the Civil War panel that we did a couple of weeks ago, they did have a really good idea on how to do this and how to if if the rights did come back or how to even just do a cross promotion with all the characters in one movie like like um Infinity War which is now being retitled is that like the Fantastic Four the original Fantastic Four they were back in the 40s even before Captain America was Captain America and they went off into space to do a mission that was like a top secret mission and they were lost in space they went and they got their powers they were sort of celestials as it is like it's kind of space beings and in the second infinity war movie which is going to be retitled they come down from space i take it they haven't come up with the title yet no i don't know <laughs> like, i'm assuming it'll just be infinity war infinity quest right like, that's all i can really do i'd like that. to see them do secret avengers and then infinity gauntlet because mm. that's the way it's, mm. that's the way civil war broke off i think it split the the Avengers in half. Um, I mean, technically, Civil War should have been called Civil Battle because it wasn't really much war. <laughs> C- civil civil fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> civil mashup in an airport. It's a metaphor, in Europe. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> the war of the heart. But uh, I'd love to see anybody disappointed that Mister Jackson didn't turn up. Not AKA really. Nick Fury. No, I mean, I, I love Sam Jackson, but at the same time, he doesn't add much to these films at this point. Like, Age of Ultron, he just shows up for one scene. After that fine. shameful scene in Age of Ultron, I just imagine him in a barn somewhere, waiting for everybody else to turn up. <laughs> I think, yeah, it would have just been a waste if he was to show up, because he would have just told them all off. He would have just been like, these are all stupid, you know, and they wouldn't have listened to him, and it would have just been a waste of having to yeah. pay him to come in and do that scene. Or he gets shot again and fake his death Yeah, again, oh, or... you're like, oh, you're supposed to be dead. Go away, man. Like, let, let us beat each other up. Who gives a crap? Like, In terms of the uh, development of the Bucky storyline, and it's ending in Wakanda, is it? Wakanda, yeah. Wakanda. Wakanda. Um, does that fit in with the comic books? No, <clears throat> it's it's kind of it's. I think it's gone full movie universe at this stage. I think they're loosely borrowing stories from the comics. I think Civil War it took the skeleton of the Mark Miller and Steve McNiven graphic novel, and I think it, it implied, you know, the the backbone. There was what what pretty much put Tony um, in that position where he wanted to fully back the the Sokovia Accords, which is essentially the Superhero Registration Act, which is register all heroes, the, it give them government jobs, government pay, and government training. That's that's what it is in the comics, but in the movie, it's pretty much just to keep them in check and have a panel decide what they're going to do. But I think there, there's a point in the comic where a woman like spits in his face because she's like, you murdered my son. That, that, that was the woman we met at the lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was wasn't there some kind of uh, queries that is is it actually uh, the mother uh, of the victim or is it something else going on with that character? 
heard. Well, she's actually or she's been double cast. She was in Jessica Jones. Ah, that's what it is. So yeah, I, I don't. Confusion. I think it was just. I think all it is is a double casting. Okay. Because I, I didn't know until I read um, a thing online about it, but I, I didn't even notice. I knew I I recognized her because I think she was in. Oh God, I can't remember the movie I watched a couple of weeks ago. It was about sort of slavery, stuff like that. There, but I forgot the name of it now. It's gonna haunt me. Oh, it's about making pies and stuff. I don't know. I've okay. lost it. Now's it down. Yeah. If anyone knows the answer to that, <laughs> yeah, please please, please get in touch. the comments column in the podcast. Subplots: <laughs> uh, uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch. How do you think that's going? <sighs> the problem with this movie is that yes, there's an awful lot of subplots. I think they balance them all pretty well. Generally, none of them felt inherently unsatisfying to watch. But obviously, I would. I'd like more of those. I'd like more of Spider Man. Like more of. More Hawkeye. I was on more Hawkeye. Oh, give him a TV him. show, please give him a TV show. <laughs> but uh, no, I thought the Scarlet Witch Vision thing, given that it's probably pretty hard to explain, at least at a board meeting of how you pitch that, is like, oh, she's a witch, she's a robot, and they fall in love and make babies. <laughs> I think it was decently enough hinted. She's at. a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hinted at in Age of Ultron as well. Oh, a tiny bit. Like she yeah, saw, yeah. she saw into his mind. She saw that he was good. And he sort of, I think he reciprocated it in the first person that like he felt loved by. Hmm. So I think he's holding on to that because he had, he's essentially, he's sentient. It's like he has a conscience. The vision was the cheekiest bit of foreshadowing I've seen in a long time though. Hmm. Pointing to the object in his forehead, talking about causality and something big is on the way and it's the oh, universe's like, way. Yeah, someone's coming to take that. Why is there so many head? superheroes? Well, you see. <laughs> we <laughs> need an army. got the rights. <laughs> This big purple guy is coming, and he will be here oh, in a year or two. Hurry up, Thanos, for God's sake. <laughs> He'll be in Guardians 2, probably, and maybe oh, Doctor will. Strange. But um, the most important written question I have is, did they need to put Paul Bettany in a jumper and a shirt? Yes. <laughs> yes. It was visually uh, quite amusing looking, but would he bother with that if he was just living around? Well, he is trying his best to get on, don't forget. But then, if he can change his visual appearance, wouldn't he just make himself look like Paul Bettany and then save poor Paul Bettany hours of makeup? But he also mm. wants to be accepted for who he is. <laughs> I, I think let him let him wear what he wants. You know, if he wants to, if he wants to wear a Mac, you know, let him do it. I enjoyed it. Do, and why does he have such bad taste in clothes? I don't know. That was a fine jumper shirt. It was, it was a nice jumper, I think. You know, <laughs> you can't you can't fault that jumper. I'm trying to wear. Remember what he was wearing? Did he have one of those? It was the white shirt, uh, black jumper. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He was wearing slacks as well. But it must have been if he was doing full body makeup. I I doubt that he had full body makeup on at that point. But I'd of say of course he, he did. Nothing reason was there just to save him on a makeup chair. But it, he was so big underneath the jumper, mm. it looked like he was. He must have been wearing something. I'm probably some padding, yeah. But it was just to do was just paint his hands purple and do his face. And yeah. that. I I like the dynamic with Vision where he's like trying to fit in and he has that thing with Scarlet Witch. But then at that point where Hawkeye is coming to sort of rescue mm. or take Scarlet Witch, he's very. Like a, he's like a sentry. He's just floating. It was so creepy. That one shot where he's just looking out the window, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I forget, you forget how powerful this guy can be, and that he's not a human." Which brings us to Scarlet Witch's powers, which are pretty cosmic as well. Aren't they? <laughs> Badass. And I, I take it she doesn't use them the way she could use them because she's still getting her ha- handle on them. Is that it? Yeah. Well, like that was heavily hinted at at the start when. She couldn't she fucked con- up. Yeah, she couldn't control that explosion. I don't even know if she looked as to where she like. It was sort of like a spur of the moment thing. Can you really blame her? It happened that it was going to be everyone on the ground. She so she saved everyone on the ground by sacrificing people in a building that she doesn't know. I don't know if she knew it was there. Well, she just kind of threw the explosion up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I kind of just not looking. You're like, oh crap. There's I, okay, one character I really was surprised that I like because I didn't kind of buy him in uh, Winter Soldier with Falcon and he got really? so I really enjoyed him in this I didn't enjoy, I enjoy him, him the last time do no. I um, there was a one or two w- lovely silly jokes there I mean his hate his dislike of Winter Soldier mm. Bucky was quite funny <laughs> yeah. but it also felt like it was improvised on the day yeah I agree with that do you remember the jokes do you mind putting your seat back <laughs> no <laughs> I did well, that, that really, it was funny but it did feel like well that came out of nowhere <laughs> There was, get, like, yeah, like, weird kind of buddy cop asides with the two of them, but I really enjoyed that, too. And again, all those jokes you can only get if you've seen so many other movies. Yeah. Like when Paul Rudd comes out of the van. Mm-hmm. Hey, Falcon. 
you know. Was... Sorry about last time. <laughs> yeah. I thought, um, yeah, with uh, like when we're going back to that cat, that, that body comedy element when they're in the car and Cap is getting his kissing on, getting his kiss from oh, yeah, Sharon Carter, Carter. Yeah, yeah. and you just look back at the two of them, they're just nodding and smiling, and I was <laughs> like, oh my god, that's incredible. That's what you needed, like just to kind of lighten the tone a little bit, because essentially that's what you need from a Marvel movie. That's what everyone loved about the original Avengers, because it was funny and it was had good action in it. It didn't take itself too seriously, and then you see these two guys that are they're all hunted by the government and they're just having a laugh mm. in a mini like <laughs> that's the place. hard thing to do isn't it to try and maintain the drama and then throw in those quips it, it Whereas, must be difficult just to bring around the super bats mm-hmm. comparisons that didn't have that humor yeah it didn't i, I can't remember any funny moments in that actually. i recall one or two laughing a good bit the first time i saw it but i'm not sure how much that was intentional or not <laughs> Well, no, the Marta, def- Marta. <laughs> oh, what are you saying, Marta? I actually have to say, on the Marta thing, I almost shot myself laughing that Tony Stark brings up his dead mother during the big final fight. I was like, no way. This oh. movie's also doing the mother thing. Well, and the daddy thing. And the daddy thing. But they did a lot better. It actually worked dramatically in this oh, movie. It was actually you know, so much better. I didn't know it was going to go down there. I didn't. Was that part of the original comic universe? Where the I actually never so, read no. the original Winter Soldier. And, and that was Daddy Stark, was it? That we know so well. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be an awful waste. See, the last time we saw John Slattery. Yeah, yeah it was well, last... not just that, but such a brilliant character in the past. Well, watch Agent Carter a... in that case. Well, I, I, I think <laughs> it's little death. I don't think it's the last you've seen him. Well, he got his face caved in. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. He was killed. And the last time we saw him was at the start of Ant Man. That was like, um, I was disappointed with the anticlimactic element of the villain. I, that's what I did leave feeling a bit kind of if or mer- I miffed by. Didn't Zemo. find it anticlimactic. I just think calling him Zemo was a terrible idea because mm. if you call him Zemo, the people in the audience like us that know these things are like, oh, well, he's clearly the bad guy, and also he can't be sympathetic because he's he must be at some point revealed to be a weird mask wearing Nazi that only upset all the comic book fans all the other people who were ignorant didn't mean a damn thing no exactly yeah but I think if they hadn't called him Zemo he had just been a guy from Sokovia it works better like the whole idea of the twist is that he was a nobody that took down the Avengers because they killed his family and like that if you call him Zemo, that makes him more "quote unquote" evil just by default. So Your girlfriend it, didn't think it was a reference to Nemo, did she? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so no. Take the N and it's turned. I, I agree with that. I don't think they should have used that character. Uh, yeah. I think it would have been. Well, nice. considering I know of the actual villain, he's a br- brilliant character. Dan- Daniel Bruhl is a, he's an incredible character. I, I do think it was a waste. I do, I do think they could have done more by making him more mysterious. If you know what I mean. I just there didn't have to be a reference. There didn't have to be a backstory. Yeah, it could have just been a guy, and they found out that his family had died via listening to those voicemails. Um, yeah, you bring into that whole, you bring in his backstory when you use that name Zemo, and they didn't. I just don't think it was executed as well as it could have been. Is is there any point to the Martin Freeman character? Does he have any? No, that actually I don't is know. My, my main complaint with the movie is that I hated his character, hated his performance. I hated his no point with the, yeah. I the hated his accent. accent. Oh, oh God. Stupid Martin Freeman. <laughs> there seems to be a kind of queue of people who go, who uh, have a bit of fan love and they just want to do these things. I don't think he is a fan though, is he? Martin Freeman seems like someone that wouldn't give a shit about superhero movies. Did he yeah. come along for nothing or is there a, a larger version my... of this movie for Blu-ray and DVD? No, I think, I don't think my so. suspicion for his casting is so that when they get to having Cumberbatch on screen, the two of them can be on the, in the same scene at some point and make a Sherlock joke. I think they could just I like the only purposes. They could just kind of look at each other, like they know each other, That's and then a they conspiracy theory and a half. <laughs> but then when you get Benedict Cumberbatch and Junior uh, and someone Danny says, Junior. "Oh shit, Sherlock!" Yeah, oh, that'll be so funny. <laughs> Can we talk about the trailer for Doctor Strange? <laughs> By all means, it was fine. Doctor, Inception Doctor, two point exactly. Did you like Inception? Here's Doctor Inception. Inception. Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed, but I don't think we were really. really no, I, I, I thought again, but people went for the. References to Batman wandering around Tibet, kind of thing. I, okay. I know. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a Steve Ditko fan, mm. and I like all those original stories. And I, there's some lovely nods to the original work. So I hope the film is good. I'm not saying the yeah. film's not going to be good. I'm just saying the trailer was a bit derivative. I and Benedict Cumberbatch acting is atrocious in it for some reason. <laughs> Teach me. <laughs> Teach me. Teach <laughs> me. You know exactly what line I'm talking about. I think, I think the movie will be really good. I think it's just one of those movies they need to get out of the way to have him as part of that larger universe. Mm. I think he's a big character like Black Panther. They're, they're all going to team up to form the Illuminati at some point. 
within Hope so. the 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 two parter Avenger movie. I think that's tell us more about the Illuminati. I'm not well. That. The Illuminati uh, it, it consists of Tony Stark, Black Panther, uh, Reed Richards, Black Bolt, and Black Bolt from Namor, the Inhumans, Namor. Namor. So characters that I don't I don't know who has the rights to Namor. Uh, I think it's Universal. It's someone else that isn't one of the main ones. Yeah, I think it's Universal. But like they've got a good chunk of those characters that can come and, and form a council. That it's essentially it's the pa- like you know the panel they're talking about from the Zakovia Accords, yeah. but it's a superhero version of that. There they make the hard decisions before people act on it. I think they're like essentially it's it's a play well the on idea the was that they are the ones in charge of the Infinity Zones, isn't that it? Like yeah, the, they all have a stone each, yeah, and they. It's such a shame, their... though, that they don't have the rights to the Fantastic Four because there's such an amazing uh, amount of stuff coming out of that that world, mm. the Watcher, and all that. That I'd love to see the Watcher. Just seeing, you know, is the Watcher they, they, Fantastic they Four? Yeah, yeah, that's where he's the rights introduced. Are the rights in yeah. there? Oh, crap, okay. And there's Silver Surfer, Galactus. Silver Surfer, yeah, yeah. But I, I'd love to see, as I was saying earlier, I'd love to see like if there was a rights change at some point. I'd love to see an older version of the Fantastic Four that they were always there. They were always in the Marvel universe. I mean, you they don't were want just teenagers casting the roles again. Oh, Miles God, Teller, no. <laughs> Miles Teller was so good. <laughs> no one ever. But um, it's good whiplash. I'd like to, see, yeah, just see like old versions of the characters that they were like maybe stuck in another dimension. Maybe like if there was a rights change with, like, that we don't know of, mm. and Doctor Strange can find them. I don't know. Well, it's like you were saying they kind of earned the way of just kind of mentioning things left of the center, and then suddenly them just being there. I yeah. just understand they've always always existed. Yeah, I'd, yeah, because like in the first Captain America movie, they had the original Human Torch costume oh yeah in that world fair that's kind of like i don't know if, if it, like i don't know i think marvel were just trying to see how our, our cyborg human torch from the old days yeah yeah like the red costume mm-hmm. i think they were just that was a take the piss kind of to see what they could get away with well it was because chris evans played human torch and yeah you know that's right yeah i keep forgetting that <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> so do you think it's holding up nicely is it too long a distance between movies I think I think it's two, the right length at the moment. Two like to three spot. movies a year, eight months. Between what is the next one? Doctor Strange in August, November. Is, is it August? August, August November? Around, around, around that time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's suicide. Don't be wishing your lives away, guys. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So, and then we, in the meantime, we have 20th Century Fox are bringing us the X Men, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be the greatest X Men movie of all time. I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. The trailers have been. Unbelievable! They've been okay. they've, I, I, they've blown me away. I've enjoyed them. They're they're very camp, uh, which is okay for an yeah. X Men movie. But I, I'm, I'm still versus lacking a lot of spandex. I think for that, that level of camp to really work. I'm excited to see Psylocke. Psylocke looks great. She looks um, incredible, and I like the young Nightcrawler. Casting yeah. wise, good choice. I think like I the first the one thing I hated about it originally was Oscar Isaac doing Apocalypse. Oh, really? I, I was like, he's not like you need a real big actor. You need a big CG costume like you would Thanos. But I think they wanted to go practical and I, like. And the I more, think he gets bigger though as it goes yeah, along. Yeah, the more footage I saw, the more I was just convinced. I was like, you know what? He's going to do a good job. He's Did a you great see actor. Ex Machina though? Yeah, like that's a really terrifying, imposing villain, and he's just like a bald dude with a beard. Yeah. So I mean, if he can do that with just a a wife beater and a beard, <laughs> give him some CGI and magic hands, and yeah. good. Uh, yeah, the, the fact that he can actually change his size. Although I don't know, that could be a dream sequence because I think. Um, Professor X, I think he was standing up in that, so it could mm. be could be in his mind. Although I think we're getting off track. Yeah, <laughs> we are. A bit. Let's Wait, discuss we... the bald effect. How good is James McAvoy look bald? I think his head looks particularly shiny. <laughs> no, yeah, he, wear, he wears it well, but he doesn't have the eyebrows. <laughs> I am. But yeah, does back actually, to Captain eyebrows? America. The plot, plot wise, did you think it was a bit of a small story in the end, despite the fighting and the bigger rift that it's suggesting for down well, the line? The story seemed a little bit. The subplot smaller. got me more than the main story. I like to go and stop the super soldiers. That it would it be? I don't know which would be the main story and which would be the subplot because I think they both kind of ran the same. Mm. Um. Well, suppose one seems to be the subplot, but is actually really the main plot. Just in why did why didn't the Zemo character we call him rather than Zemo? Why didn't he unleash the super soldiers anyway? Because that's the thing; like he wasn't actually a villain. He had no reason to want to kill people. He just wanted to fuck over the Avengers. Yeah, so I he, did. He hear... didn't like the Winter Soldier program. He didn't like what the Nazis were doing or whatever. Like Hydra. I, I did read that he was a vengeful character. I just I didn't realize that it was just going to be like 
like you know avenging his mm. family kind of thing avenging his he family. was still a very happy captive at the end though wasn't he yeah, he tried to kill himself. Yeah, he tried to blow his head off. And then yeah, but when he was captured, <laughs> he still was smiling about all the good work he'd done. Yeah, he'd yeah. won. He'd won. <laughs> and it kind of, you know, put your man out. Oh, God, I forgot his name already. The, Who were, uh, the pr- prince? No. Uh, Black? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the guy from Sherlock. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, yeah. Um, I like the you fact that... The office. <laughs> yeah, the guy from the office. I like the way he just changed the smile. being like, mm. you know, I, did I fail? Yeah. You know? he, yeah, I, that was again a bit... Yeah. I, okay, in terms of the main plot, I think this worked better for me than Winter Soldier did. Because Winter Soldier felt like a lot of setup and no payoff. Whereas this one... I know people are saying it's the same problem again. and It's all those hinting towards the future. Nothing really happened. I thought, at least dramatically, it felt like a decent closer to... Two Avengers films, really, more than Captain America at this point. I mean, the only Hydra thing in it was the base, the old mm. base, for some reason that no one had gone back to in God knows how long. I'd, what happened? Did they, someone lose the key? And uh, the beginning of... I think Crossbones is a, a Hydra yeah. agent, yeah? <coughs> uh, Hydra were very minutes. quiet in this film. Well, they're yeah. maybe dead. I think the TV show, they're still knocking around, but that's not really important anymore, so yeah. who knows? <laughs> uh, it's hard to sort of get that timeline between yeah. what's happening in the movies and what's happening in the TV show because uh, I kind of lo- I've kind of lost the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I've been watching it every week I'm I'm actually I, I really like it just because I like anything I enjoy it but I go in every now, few months mm. and then gorge and then I think I just love Forget Chloe everything. Bennett she's I really just, good I love her Ming-Nan <laughs> Wen as well Ming-Nan Wen's great your girlfriend yeah. might be listening to this now be careful uh, she, she doesn't like me enough to listen <laughs> <laughs> although she loves her too and she also loves Ming-Nan Wen who? Who plays uh, Agent May? Ming Na Wen is yeah. Ming Na Wen, yeah. And there's also Mulan. Oh, yeah, she was the voice of Mulan. I forgot. I, I am beat her, and I was like, she played the voice of Mulan. Yeah, that's awesome. And what's her face in Street Fighter? Chun Li? No she? way. I, I did Chun-Li not know that. Fighter, yeah. yeah, bringing it right back to Captain America. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Marvel. Why are, why are we here? Yeah, no, but back, it was a kind of small plot. Um, it, and I, talk, See, I think it needed that though because Age of Ultron was too big and dramatically weightless that this one I thought made Age of Ultron better in hindsight because Age of Ultron's jokiness now seems well this was the actual the necessary repercussions for them being so flippant that let's just blow up a city Blah, fine and then suddenly oh here's all the dead kids that you cause and then it, yeah smaller story but I think dramatically a lot bigger than the last few of them have been yeah but by the movie count it was only about four people of any consequence oh, killed <laughs> I th- Everybody else didn't mind enough. Ah, yeah. But, you know. What I'm confused about going forward with Marvel after Civil War is um, the Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. particularly. Like, are they going to try and form a new version of the Avengers through the Spider-Man movie because Iron Man's going to be in it? I know that Steve Rogers is going to go off, and he's going to like they're har- like him and Black Panther. They're all harboring Bucky. But who's going to be on his side? Is is he going to form the Secret Avengers? Are they going to work together again? Or are they going to leave it until Infinity Part 2? Well, yeah, because like, what about Ant-Man and the Wasp? That's out before Infinity War, isn't it? Yeah, so how can a lot of have, movies are out before. Like, if he's an outlaw now, yeah, poor exactly. old Scott Lang. So what's he going to do What's the it? chronology, just to... For me, chronology going is... Forward. Strange. Strange. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Guardians. Yeah, and then is it Black Panther next, and then Captain Marvel? And Spider-Man's the unusual one because it's not a Disney property. It's a Columbia property, or Sony property. Sony, Sony property, but Marvel's well, loving entire creative control over it. Yeah. They're the first people outside of the main franchise chatting and saying, yeah, let's all do mm. each other a favor here. Yeah. So, which is going to be an interesting marker for this phase. And as you said earlier, if it works out, who knows, maybe... The other franchise, like Fox. But if, an, if an X-Men film bombs, they will probably start having conversations. Otherwise, they're making enough money on their own. They don't care. Which brings us neatly back to Warner Brothers' fears because mm-hmm. they're in the enviable position of owning everything that is DC. But hiring much. the worst people to do it. And yet, they're in a fairly shaky predicament now in terms of what to do next. I mean, Suicide Squad still... We'll see. We'll see. We had the chat. Is <laughs> Dude, it's funny, I was watching, um, this is going to be totally irrelevant, Tokyo <laughs> Gore Police the other night. <laughs> I was going to say, irrelevancy, it doesn't matter, keep going, that is very obscure. Yeah. And, well, do you know the film? You, you, I know you, you, I've you, actually you, never you, heard of it. it Tokyo it sounds Gore, interesting. It's basically uh, girls in miniskirts with swords that chop up insane villains. Obligatory over uh, Japan. You know, body horror and all that in, in, in Japan, but it that? reminded me, strangely, of Suicide Squad. Yeah. In terms of that kind of neon-y kind of uh, look. 
And who's the the Asian character in Suicide oh, Squad? Oh, Katana. Katana. You know, the, the, I was kind of wow. That's interesting because I mean, this is these are the films are huge and mm. kind of sounds like Sucker Punch. And they're all shot. Yeah. They're all shot digitally. Yeah. Yeah, Sucker that's Zack Snyder, well. isn't it? Yeah, interesting as well. And I wonder how many creative chats Zack would have been having with Mr. Ayers before they went and made this. Because we did mm. say before, I mean, obviously one person's going to get the blame. The same way we like to blame presidents and T-Shocks for the state of the country. We like to blame one director as being the reason. Don't everything. bring your real-world concerns <laughs> to this, this nerd table. The nerd table. <laughs> I can't handle it. I'm going like, to be in a corner. Okay, I, that's it. I promise I won't do that again. I don't know what I was thinking. I haven't had any food in about two hours. That's <laughs> my only excuse. But anyway, obviously there's, there's a board involved. Mm-hmm. There's, there's the legalities involved. And uh, there's the creative side of it involved. And again, DC, they own everything. I mean, any, anyone who writes a comic book for DC, they, I'm sure they've signed a contract that says, well, look, this can be plundered for whatever we might want movie-wise down the line, and you've already been paid for it. Well, I think like in terms of what's going on with the DC movies at the minute, like, there's a lot of damage control, and I think they're remedying that by giving the Batman movie to Jeff Johns and Ben Affleck. I think that'll keep a lot of people happy, and I think it'll take a lot of the heat off Batman Superman. And I think that's their kind of smoothing it over. Yeah. It, it is kind of like looking at a football match, isn't it? Where you see that the team failed, but one guy played really well. Yeah, so and focus ben, on that. Ben Affleck, yeah. has, he didn't get a kick in, a major mm. kick in as, as a older Batman Apparently he's like properly pissed off though because he spent the entire press tour going, oh, it was so much better than Daredevil was and then the film came out and now he's just sitting there <laughs> crying. That's right. He might get the hat trick. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> or hat non-trick. Mm, indeed. I, yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever... Oh, God, I forgot about Daredevil. I don't think we'll ever <laughs> see a bad superhero movie like that but then again, Fantastic Four came out. But I, 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 that, I, that, that actually does... Boring, we, though, are we agreed yeah. that wins the prize? Of worst superhero. Well, film. I wouldn't even call it a yeah, superhero movie. The studio system. I think the last Amazing Spider-Man years. Two was worse than Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, like there was a lot of. Oh, I don't know. It's a close call. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fantastic Four is more is Are you saying Spider-Man Two isn't like Amazing Spider-Man or the Raimi one? No, no, no he said amazing. He said amazing. amazing. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I was yeah. like, uh, yeah, like I the Raimi ones have not aged well, but that's a different discussion. I think um, you, that's for our next podcast, guys. Oh, maybe, Look yeah. out for that. <laughs> on how quick do superhero <laughs> films date? Well, yeah, anything that was made in the early 2000s, I think, when you look back and you're like, oh, God. Because it's just CGI. CGI. You're like, CGI is just came, come, come leaps and bounds. Well, that's another argument. We won't go into that right now. Yeah. And Nighttime didn't help Super Batman. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, back to where were we? We were saying Civil God War. Knows. And yeah, it, it's healthy, but this film is going to actually, I think, break a lot of records. It already is, let's face it. Uh, it's going to hit the billion mark pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Marvel in a very healthy, confident position. We were saying Warner Brothers are not. So, I mean, what actually is the latest financial score on Batman Super- Superman? I actually haven't checked it. I don't think they've got a billion yet. And I think it was it somewhere on the range of 700. Million. That all? Oh. But that's at the end of the day, that's what Guardians of the Galaxy they did seven hundred and forty around that mark. Yeah, but a much smaller budget and no name characters. Yeah, true. They had a tree. They had a tree. And a raccoon. They live in diesel, yeah. <laughs> Bradley Cooper the raccoon. Oh, but that was it was an incredible movie. But uh, like the good thing about Marvel is they invest wisely from their profits. It goes into the next slate of movies. And don't forget, it's not all about the movies. It's about yeah. selling everything. Plus, else. this isn't an Push. Avengers movie. This is a, a single. This is a Captain America movie. You know, this is. It is an Avengers movie, though. Really. Yeah, but. <laughs> it, it, or is it, it an Iron Man movie? <laughs> Actually, I was sad about it. I was not looking forward to Danny Junior. Danny Junior in this film, and this is the best he's been in years. I think because he's he'd become a caricature in the last few films. They actually brought a, a semblance of a character back to him now, and I was really happy about that. Well, he did get. Well, they kicked him with that very serious kind of plot moment at the very mm. start. That kind of gave him a bit of gravity. But the very course. impressive de-aging effects, which were, I have to say, quite stunning. Creepy. Creepy, Creepy but yeah. like good. I mean, that they, they did a test on Michael Douglas at work. That man, yeah. And then we'll do Robert Downey. I think he's that. And he had, you realise how, how many women in the audience had flashbacks to the 80s and the Breakfast Club and stuff like that. Or but his eyes, like, it just looked like he was wearing too much mascara or something. I, I think they actually went back to less than zero when they just copied some of his... Uh, Gestures from that movie. I don't know if you remember Maybe, that no, film. I saw it. <laughs> uh, Brett Easton Ellis. Oh. 
let's take lots of drugs and be rich, young, kind of feckless kids. Sounds good. Sounds fun. <laughs> and like his life. It's pretty good synopsis, actually. Yeah, it is kind of like his life. <laughs> oh, there's a documentary. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so next we were saying that we got Strange, and I don't know if it's going to tie in or it's, it's going to, it's cursed with origin. Uh, I mean, I'll have to tie in in some capacity. It depends who they'll bring into it, but I'm sure someone will show up. Most of the trailer just looks like it's gone origin. Mm. I think. Well, the one thing about the trailer that annoyed me is that, like, Strange as a character visually demands a lot of like, really weird psychedelic stuff. Yeah. And yeah, the Inception by Four thing was kind of somewhat cool looking, but it was very flat and grey looking, I thought. Like, it was very grey for a film of a man with a giant red cape. They got the window right, though. The window was, yes. Doctor Strange on. window was right. That's I was just sure for that. But I think, like, they didn't Steve really. Steve Ditko was still alive, by the way. Mm. Mm. Anyone doesn't know who Steve Ditko is, he was the guy who drew Spider Man and Strange before anybody else. Who never got the credit he deserved. Didn't want it. Yeah, well, Free. I, Steve Ditko is Strange. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would have liked to see in the trailer more sort of dimension based stuff. Exactly. More, more yeah. bright colors. Like, yeah. every time you read a Doctor Strange comic, there is bright fantastic colors um i think that's the one thing which to be fair maybe they are doing it just hasn't finished yeah, well, yet. Like, to be like fair, months away. they did hide it when they did the cape reveal you know mm. he's walking up the stairs really slowly and it, it was all blacked out yeah i think they're just they're they're keeping that for the next trailer you might yeah, see a lot probably. more um who took over a strange in the 70s was it sal buscema uh, buscema or buscema i don't know how you pronounce it because uh, no the comics did take a mad turn in the seventies. Even had a mask for a while. He had, had a sort of a cowl. Wow, don't recall that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. not, a lot, of, not a lot of people know that. <laughs> it didn't I'm work. They took it off pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> but it got really into that heavy um, demonic supernatural stuff, yeah. and it tied in with another character called uh, Son of Satan, as well as Ghost Rider. Don't forget. I think what Marvel are trying to do now with Phase Three is, is push the supernatural element. Which was a big part of the the, the 70s kind mm. of uh, comics. So, whether they succeeded, that would be quite interesting. Well, they're going to have to because if they're going to get Infinity War to be in any way decent or big enough to justify being the quote unquote final Avengers movie, they need to have the supernatural stuff in there. Well, the it, cosmic level stuff. If they can open portals from yeah. one part of the universe to Earth, like there, there obviously is something that they haven't shown yet. Mm. So, I think the sort of dimensional universe. Well, we didn't mention Thor, don't forget. The next Thor movie. Oh yeah, I completely Ragnarok. forgot yeah, there was a yeah, Thor yeah. movie. <laughs> I completely Isn't it Ragnarok? Forgot that. Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. And the Hulk's going to be in it as well. Mark Ruffalo. Ah. So I don't know what. And, and they got a mention for not being in the Civil War. Yeah, don't they forget. got a little nod. But uh, I don't. I well, don't see, know don't forget that, and, and let's not forget the Cosmic Cube, guys. Everyone yeah. seems to have forgotten the Cosmic Cube. <laughs> Come on. And when's Red Skull coming back? Whenever Hugo Weaving decides he wants to do it again. Ah, uh, we can do it with somebody else. Ah, oh, you can't. I would, I'd actually love to see him come back. It's every time I'm like, it's not, that story's not complete. Like, they they have so much more content to use Red Skull with. Plus, he's a, a long time well, Captain America like villain. in Winter Soldier that um, Pierce should have been Red Skull. Because I think in the comic he is Red Skull, isn't he? Isn't Alexander Pierce Red Skull? I can't remember. <laughs> and there's certain, in, in like the Winter Soldier comic, Alexander Pierce is Red Skull just, in disguise, I think I think they cast Robert Redford thinking we could reveal him to be Red Skull, but then they're probably contractually obliged not to do that. Hugo Weaving says something, but I don't yeah, know. unless no, like, I agree. Like, yeah, it's an incomplete story, and also he was just he was great. He was he was the next sort of Defoe Green Goblin style scenery tour, and I, I want more of that. Yeah, underutilized in mm. in that Captain America movie. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to think of where they could fit him in along, but like well, he need to be in space somewhere, wouldn't he? Yeah, probably but, the, the Thor it, movies. One thing I want to see, like if they're obviously with the Avengers movies going forward, mm. and they're going to have Thanos, like they need to have the Cabal, which is his army. Mm. You know, they haven't introduced any of them yet. I think they'll be introduced in Guardians. I'd like to see it because it's it's Maybe. the only bridge they have to introduce them. I don't know where that's going to go. I'm sure the Chitauri are kind of his army at this point. Like even that flash forward scene yeah. in Ultron, this is the giant True. fish whale thing again. So. I don't know what that's called. <laughs> the fish, the fish whale, the I space like whale, whatever. You, space yeah. space whale. It's a good whale. Um, I suppose sort of just to completely divert again. What are your thoughts on both Defoe and J.K. Simmons now being in Warner Brothers movies? I don't know. I like originally when J.K. Simmons was announced as Commissioner Gordon. Like, I was it's like, great casting. I love it. But I was like, yeah, I was like, he he can be real serious, especially after 
Whiplash. Yeah. But like you got you got to give him the look from the comic. I think you got to go Greg Capullo put a bit of hair mm-hmm. on him, but mm-hmm. he can't grow hair. <laughs> I was like, is, <laughs> is he gonna? <laughs> I, but it, it, I don't know how he would look in a wig. I think it would look real silly. I don't know. My bigger concern, though, is does this mean he's contractually obliged not to do Marvel now? Because yeah. I, I think they would probably have cast him as J. Jonah again if they could have. Where's William, William Defoe? What's he doing? He's, they haven't announced who he's playing in Justice League yet, but he's been cast in it. Oh, jeez. I, didn't I thought he was it. Gordon, no? No, J.K. Simmons is Gordon, and okay. Defoe is someone else. The theory I've heard is Green Arrow, which would be cool. Uh, personally, I'm hoping for Darkseid, because William, Defoe, William Defoe, just in a bit of purple makeup, is Darkseid. <laughs> no need for CGI. I like the, the crags in that face yeah. are supernatural. Well, I like the the way they made him into the Joker as well. Oh, yeah. thank, thanks to the power of the internet, he would have been a good Joker. Yeah. Mm. If they got him, maybe early two thousands before they did Spider Man, it would have been kind of cool. I'd still watch him do it now. Like if they ever tried Dark Knight Returns, yeah, well, they the have done. We do old Joker. With him. They have done an aging Batman, so you know an aging Joker as well. Uh, definitely, the Joker's going to be back after Suicide Squad in some other fashion. Yeah. If Jared Leto hasn't put a nail in that coffin. But all the methods he's doing, so much method. All, Sending all dead rats and used condoms to his cast members. Classy if I, guy. If I'd known that was method, I would have become an actor a long time ago. <laughs> but on Snapchat, he seems like such a normal guy. <laughs> Where do you get the dead rat? I could use condom. Condom. Well, I mean, no one got that. He got that from the, the dead rat. That's literally sexual. <laughs> from the dead rat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, I just put a picture on my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus will we wrap it up <laughs> I, oh, I don't know I feel like there's several more times we've gone no we'll probably wrap it up well I think on to it was great it, it was great film mm-hmm. definitely got away with murder and that mashup kind of the old cliche it was it was worth the admission price alone yeah, yeah. that airport fight was I, I do agree with everyone else that's saying that it basically is a different film at that point it's one film for the entire thing. It's one film at the end. But that airport fight comes out, comes out of nowhere, sort of. It's very contrived, just as a visual thing. But it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, really that was exactly it, but it was worth it. And I like the fact that they don't up front, no one's going to kill each other here. They're all friends just trying to subdue another. There's no... Because even that's the thing in Batman Superman, again, to go back to it. Yeah. You knew they weren't going to kill one another. But the fact that the movie was trying to make you think they were going to just felt really lazy and disingenuous. Whereas this one was like... Of course, Hawkeye won't actually kill Black Widow or vice versa. They're best mates. Which is kind of punch it, each other yeah. a bit. And it's interesting. To, don't forget to mark. It, I think Batman and Superman have knocked the crap out of each other many, many mm-hmm. times. It yeah. wasn't just when Frank Miller got his hands on yeah. them. But again, they were also for different reasons. That you had to earn that kind of death match, mm-hmm. which, as a comic book, Dark Knight Returns did. Yeah. That excuse in that movie was just a bit too pantsy. Which excuse of the five of them? Which one are you talking about now? No, I'm, I'm talking about the excuse in uh, Super Batman. That's what I mean. Which one you're going with? There was the Lex where? one, the mother one, the, the innocent one. The oh, one. oh, no, the original. The original where he, he watched him destroy his building and, and half, oh, the, yeah. half the people in it. The one that made sense, which they then dropped, yes. The one that they just should have stuck to. So, forecast for Marvel is pretty good. Yeah, because I feel like last year everyone was kind of like, oh, just, these are starting to fail a bit. Age of Ultron, I think, was too bloated and too studio interfering, and everyone was like, ugh. And I was kind of with them. But um, yeah, I'm back, up, back on board now. That now is good. This was great. I'm always on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a fanboy. That's it. Like, Even that's... when they get it wrong, they get it wrong well. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, cold pizza. You know, it's still good. <laughs> it's it's cold, it's still good. That's me. I'm just a fanboy. A billion dollar industry like cold pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we only have nine more days to go for X-Men. Is that all? Yeah, I thought that was 18th. next month. May 18th. Mm. I'm, going to the, I'm going to the premiere on Monday. Of course you are. But you, by the way, just another side. Oh, I went means. to the press screening <laughs> of um, Civil War and they didn't have the second post credit scene. Yeah, they didn't have that at really? the premiere either. What was that all about? I don't know. That's strange. Because it wasn't like it revealed anything. It was just, I actually going to hate that second post-credit scene, to be honest. But what? No, Spider-Man the, the, the getting Spidey his little Avengers calling card? Yeah, but nothing happened in it. I didn't... I, didn't, I was like, oh... I, I literally thought when he got the thing, I was like, oh, is it, it's a joke about the belt light that he usually has, but it'll reveal, like, the, the Scarlet Spider suit or something. Well, it'll it, be something. Like, no, just the, the flashlight. I think it's to show that Iron Man will be there. Iron yeah. Man has taken him under his wing. He's supplying him with tech. That's I think that's the only reason why that was there. And he's mm. kind of in place of uh, Fury, isn't he? In the, the mm. in one of the comics, the Ultimates. Yeah, like uh, there is a part where Tony Stark actually becomes director of Shield. 
I don't, oh, I don't think that'll happen because it, it'll affect this, the TV universe. But I think he'll become the director of the Avengers or whatever because mm. originally before Civil War it was Steve Rogers. So now it's Iron Man's gonna. Uh, he, even he even said it in um, Captain America's letter at the end of the movie. You know, the Avengers are yours, but Cap's gonna go and have his own. He's gonna have his own uh, Avengers party. But well, he's got that cool headquarters in Wakanda. He's got a yeah, waterfall uh, next door, and he a broke giant he, giant statue of a lion. Or he broke out as a panther. Panther. Uh, that <laughs> he makes broke, a lot of sense. Yeah, he, he broke out his bros out of the prison as well. So. <laughs> yeah, off screen. On, oh, it was so kind cool. of on screen. You saw his face and some yeah. glass. I would have liked to have seen him smash people. Like I was wondering where um, Ant Man had been after the last movie. Mm. Anyone? Any guesses? Obviously, developing around. his suit. Was he, was he asleep in that van all the time? <laughs> I think he was just developing the suit. Yeah, he, built, he built a new helmet. Yeah. Oh sleeker. yeah, that's what he did say. Oh, yeah, I tried this in the lab a few times. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's he's still been working with Hank Pym. Well, speaking of those post credit scenes, the one thing I actually disappointed with was when they're in Wakanda and they have Bucky there on the table and his arm's missing. I was like, "Give him the flying robot arm, please! Give him the flying robot arm that chokes people." And no, they didn't do it. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't woken up one yet. person choked by a flying robot arm, I will be happy. Later, it'll happen. Hopefully, it'll, it'll happen. happen. It, it will. It'll happen. Just believe. Speaking of, of the Marvel post-credit scenes, they're a kind of little thing unto themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any favorites or most hated ones? I think the laziest one I saw was at the end of. I can't even remember the movie. It was the end of it, and it was the one where Falcon and uh, Cap find Bucky looking like he... Oh, that know. was Ant-Man, but that was yeah. just a, a scene was, from Civil War. I know, War, yeah. but, but, but was it even a scene from... I no, it was, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they, they were going to shoot their own one, but they yeah. thought, screw it, just put it in a trailer for Civil yeah. War. He had his arm and my device. favourite one has to be from not one of my favourite movies, which is the second Thor movie. I love the very last post Oh, the giant yeah. <laughs> monster dog thing running around London. Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. That's, that was the great waste, best waste of time ever. <laughs> My Maybe favorite yeah. was... The Swarm one's pretty good, and I had all the, Th- the Thanos ones. They're all good. Yeah, the Thanos one, the second Thanos one, where he actually puts the gauntlet on, he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. I was like... Yes, yeah, same, actually. It's a bite, bl- goddamn time. Like, come on. Let's... What was that in? That was Age, uh, of, Age of Ultron. Because it's like, you know, he's coming. Like, it's kind of like the whole Game of Thrones, you know, the dragons. The dragons are coming, guys. It's going to be really good. <laughs> God damn it, those goddamn Five dragons. Five years later, it's like, there's a little thing there, like, but... Yeah, Thanos is coming. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank You're welcome. You. You're welcome. Good, goodbye, good people of the internet. <laughs> goodbye, podcast people. Your father developed and perfected the ultimate steroid. He called it Flag. Full latent ability game. He injected himself with the serum. And it worked. A top secret serum gave Steve Rogers superpowers... Now he can use them to save a city from a madman with a bomb. Finished. If he accepts the challenge. Be Captain America, Steve. Heather Menzies, Steve Forrest, and Red Brown as the star-spangled superhero Captain America.